Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Howdy, everybody. This is the Potent Pictures Podcast. I'm Dave. I am back this week. Um, unfortunately, I missed last week's uh, riveting discussion about life, but uh, I got to come back and uh, we get to talk about Ghost in the Shell today. Um, unfortunately, right now we're, we're missing uh, one of our, uh, our th- uh, one of our four, Matt. He will not be joining us. Uh, he might pop in later, but maybe he'll be a little surprise guest. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I do have Sean and uh, Peter who... Uh, are able to make it today uh guys go ahead and say hello hey hey howdy all righty well um as always you guys can uh, follow us at potent pictures on uh twitter please follow us and you can always email us at uh, potent pictures podcast at gmail.com please send us an email for anything because we will start reading them if they're good emails i think that might be a new little uh, section we might do so uh but on that note, I guess we can go to uh, what we normally like to do, is talk about what everybody's been watching. Uh, Sean, how about yourself? Uh, well, spectacular week for me, and that's a little pun from last week. But uh, the, uh, I actually have been watching a little bit of everything this week. I saw I started watching Bottle Rocket because I'm a big Wes Anderson fan and started wanted to get back and start watching some of his movies. Um, and then I started watching on Amazon and they switched it to something else, so it's beyond my uh, subscription. So I, I got about halfway through uh, Bottle Rocket this week before they, uh, I couldn't continue watching. And then I um, caught up on a couple of things here. I, I've been watching um, the show Girls. Have you, are you guys familiar with that show? Seen one episode. Yeah. Unfortunately. So they, uh, I haven't been a big fan. I kind of got into it season one. And season one, season two, I was able to tolerate and then the last few seasons haven't been that great but i stuck with it and then uh this season been catching up it's, it's a lot better than I, I would guess you would say the last few seasons but uh just watching through some of those episodes from the the new season and um i also am uh this this weekend went and saw a couple of different movies uh one of which we'll be talking about here with ghost in the shell the other i saw was uh, beauty and the beast finally so uh if we want to get into that at some point we can uh, if not i can give my feedback here guys uh, well, I mean, with Beauty and the Beast, I uh, still technically haven't seen it yet, but I mean, I imagine we can talk about it because we've all seen the Disney version, <laughs> so I don't think they're going to stretch too far from it, other than the fact that the soundtrack is on point. I will give you that. I did listen to that on Spotify. If you want to listen to it on Spotify, you can. Really good stuff. It was, uh, I'll, I'll give you this, David, because I know you and I have a mutual friend who's a big fan of the, uh, of the soundtrack, but uh, the Gaston song is always a, it's a crowd pleaser in my eyes. But the uh, but usually involves a lot more alcohol, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, some of the, the things that the songs they're they're all the same as the animated movie that was from the '90s, and and you'll kind of see as you go through. But the film itself is very comparable. Nothing really differentiates from the plot, the original plot. But uh, it it was entertaining. It, my uh, when we went and saw it, uh, my girlfriend and I. She kept uh, making sure I wasn't bored <laughs> bored during the film. Uh, given that it wasn't, you know, my typical like speed of film, but overall I thought it was, uh, still entertaining, still great. And, uh, I thought the twist with the, um, with Josh Gad's character, how he was a little bit of a, uh, he had a little bit of an affectionate eye towards Gaston. I thought that was an interesting twist, which was entertaining. 
um, to say the least. So uh, that's really all I got into this week, though. But uh, also, Dave, um, we started doing this last week, and I'll, I'll kind of piggyback on it. But it's the what are you watching, what are you drinking? So uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, next. that's uh, so. As I'm still on the the no the no alcohol kick, but uh, I'm drinking a nice little Cerise Lamont Lacroix this week. So. Uh, you're so fancy, Sean. You're so fancy. <laughs> I wanted to, I, you know, I, I listened. So I listened to our previous one. I, I listened to our life podcast, and I heard your little tirade about Lacroix. I really wanted to reach in the thing and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lacroix. It's Lacroix. Everybody says it Lacroix. Just deal with it. It's kind of like, um, oh God, what are some horrible um, words that we botch? Uh, street signs in New Orleans that we kill that make absolutely no sense. Um, Terpsichore. <laughs> Terpsichore. Oh, yeah. Some some other some good ones that make absolutely no Calliope. sense. Calliope. Calliope is one. Ah, Calliope. <laughs> that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, otherwise known as our uh, our literary magazine at our high school, the Calliope. The Calliope. Yeah. Or the street Calliope. Calliope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's all I got going on this week for my my viewing pleasure and for my uh, my drinking pleasure. Peter, how about yourself? So actually have caught a whole bunch of horror movies so my my wife and uh, her sister was in town to help with uh, with baby duties and help keep us company and they are obsessed with horror movies so what did we watch we watched uh, I guess the main one I'll highlight is it which isn't technically a movie it's a TV miniseries but you, have you guys seen this the original it no, I'm terrified of it. I have, and uh, I, we can get into like trailers that we saw this week that have been pretty exciting. If you want to get to that after this, Peter, but uh, yeah, the original one I remember that there's like two different. It's it's essentially two movies with uh, the the children version, like when they're ki- when they're all kids, and then there's like another part when they're all grown ups, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what prompted us was the trailer. So the trailer came out and had. Interesting fact for that, it is the most watched trailer in a 24-hour time frame, which took uh, took the throne from Fast and Furious 7 or Fast 7. It was a hundred... Yeah. Was it Fast 7 or Fast 8? Uh, no, for... Uh, no, Fast 7, because I think... Or was it 8? Uh, I think it was for 7, because I think it was 7 last year. Anyway, it was... I think the record was 120 or 130 million in 24 hours. This one hit like 185 million views in 24 hours. So uh, beyond that point, just the fact that, you know, heard really good buzz, saw the trailer, it was cool, and said, all right, well, probably should see the original, because be curious to see what the... You know, what what's to come. Uh, yeah, and the plot line is follows these kids as they're younger and ha- as as they meet it or pennywise the clown and then it the second part is how you know they've grown up and they have to reface him so um i will say the original is not scary now I, this is seeing it as an adult i'm sure if i was a kid because I, I i don't know about you guys but just remembering seeing pictures of the original poster and hearing about how scary it was you know i was always terrified to ever go see it and then now that I've seen it, it's really not scary, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a very fun movie. It's very interesting. Uh, again, it's a TV movie, so that kind of lends itself to what you get. I mean, you got some some greats in it. You got John Ritter in there, rest in peace. You've got um, well, actually he's really about it. <laughs> but it's well, you, uh, you don't forget about Jonathan Brandis, and he's another rest in peace uh, from the the child stage. You're right. Yeah, no kidding. He was in that movie. Yeah, he was in it. I I actually Man. had to look him up because he was so familiar, and then I I 
didn't realize that he passed away. Sequest DSV? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so we watched that. A lot of fun. Looking forward to the new movie. And what I've heard is the new one is going to be entirely focused around the kids. So, And then they may do a sequel that goes to them as adults. So, you know, rather than do it in all in one movie, they're going to do it in a two-parter. So, so yeah. So it, it, going off of that, sorry, um, but I noticed that the kid from Stranger Things, um, the main, um, I guess I'll call him the main kid. I can't think of who, what his name is offhand. Um, he's actually in the new movie. He is, I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed that in the twit. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny when you, so if you do get a chance to go watch it, um, the first thing I thought of was Stranger Things. It's got a very similar vibe. It's a bunch of little kids mm-hmm. fighting, you know, a supernatural being. Um, so it, it's just, it kind of makes me understand why there is such a penchant for the new It because Stranger Things was such a huge phenomenon and it's basically the same movie and they have this a similar cast. So uh, I have a feeling it's going to kill it in theaters, but I'll be curious to see whether it, it does or whether it's garbage. But I will say... If it's got to be compared to the original TV movie, I'm guessing it's going to be better. So, so we shall see. So let me assist. Do you think Killer Clowns from Outer Space is going to be a uh, a remake at that point? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this, Dave. Uh, when I was watching, they had the trailer for it popped up in uh, the uh, in the trailers for uh, Stranger or not Stranger Things for uh, Ghost in the Shell, and one of the guys in front of me goes, he said, "What the f." Killer clowns, f this. <laughs> I just like he, it was. It was very loud. But the guy was like by himself. He, yeah. just said, he just yelled that out, and I was like, I just laughed at that. I was like, God, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's gonna get a uh, if that's gonna get a full reboot like it was. Because I mean, the one thing I'll say that it has going for it is it's a novel. It's based off a novel by Stephen King, which that yeah. carries weight. So um, I don't know who did the script or you know wrote. Killer clowns from outer space, but something tells me the name doesn't carry that much weight. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, Dave, to follow up, the the kid is the, it's the Mike Wheeler character from Stranger yes. Things. I know what you were saying, and uh, yeah, I did notice that too. It was it was one of those things that you're like, I, I and shame on me for not being able to place it right away. But uh, I was like, oh, I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. And I didn't realize that until you just mentioned it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's right. Thanks. So thanks. Kudos to you for pointing that out. Uh, and then, Peter, you mentioned uh, you were in horror movies. So fun fact, I took a horror film class in college. Uh, it was just a, basically a semester. So, so Sean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this. Did you actually take a real class in college? Because you seem to take <laughs> a lot of film classes. Well, I took – so, Dave, I kind of had this about halfway through. I'm like, I can get a minor in film. I was like, that sounds awesome. So I, uh, right. I started taking Whoa, classes wow. that were like based on like film classes and they ended up not having enough. I took 12 hours worth. I needed one more, but I'd never, I never, I got to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to keep waiting for another class. So I didn't get a minor in it, but I took 12 hours worth of film classes. Uh, so four classes essentially. Um, but yeah, so what horror, what, I guess, what other movies did you guys watch besides the original It? Um, what did we watch? I'm trying to trying to rack my brain for it. We watched. Uh, oh, we we saw the visit. That was another one we watched. Uh, that mm-hmm. was the M Night Shyamalan kind of the comeback tour from him, mm. and which was I will say was was good. We enjoyed that one. Um, oh, the other one was The Conjuring Two. Uh, have you guys seen that one? I've seen the first Conjuring. I don't think I've ever seen the second Conjuring. Dave, I I, I typically stay away from t- horror movies personally. 
Did you like the visit though, Peter? I really liked the visit. I thought it was interesting. It wasn't kind of your stereotypical horror movie. Um, it had some jump scares, but it wasn't, I, I won't spoil too much, but it wasn't necessarily what you'd think of as a horror movie, but it was definitely interesting. And I thought, you know, a good kind of return to form for Shyamalan um, without doing all of his Shyamalan-y things. Uh, so I, I thought it was good. I, it was definitely entertaining. I'd, I'd recommend it, definitely. I never did see it. And I know that's the one, that, like, he came back with, like, it's the grandparents. Uh, kind of had, like, the little vibe of the Hansel and Gretel with the, I, I saw the trailer. I remember the oven. Uh, but the, I never did see it, though. So, yeah, I, I'll have to add it to the wish list or the watch list for me. Yeah, no, it, I definitely, it's definitely worth watching. And then, yeah, The Conjuring 2, which... I did not like it anywhere near as much as the first Conjuring. I kind of thought it was campy and and not really super entertaining. In fact, we, during the movie, multiple times kind of just broke off into conversation because it was not that engaging. So <laughs> that, that definitely tells you the quality of a movie when you're willing to just quit paying attention and talk about something else. So Yeah, what are you drinking, Peter? I was just going to say, um, what am I drinking? So it's that time of year that it's time to break out the summer shandy. Now, I'm not... I'm, I'm totally going to own up. This may be girly, but I cannot. Are you a Lining Kugel? Well, it's not, it's not that I love Lining Kugels. So it, it does have a, a nice place in my heart because, you know, Marquette alum, Milwaukee. Yeah. I love it. But uh, Summer Shandy was just one of the first beers that I remember in college. You know, oh, yeah, I can drink. Uh, Summer Shandy is a big thing in Milwaukee. And it's basically like drinking freaking juice. So it's it's a wonderful summer beer, and especially when you're in freaking Texas where it's a bajillion degrees, it's uh, it's totally worth it. So I have been enjoying some summer shandies and uh, and and hanging out with my baby. So it's it's been good. It's been good. <laughs> and hanging out with my baby. And literally, I mean That's my nice baby, not addition. like not like my <laughs> girlfriend or something. Like I have a baby, as anybody who's listened to the nice. last one knows. So so yeah, Dave, what about you? Well, um, well, two things. I you know I took an extended leave. Uh, from last week, so I actually did get a lot of chance to watch a bunch of movies on my my little flight down to uh, the San Juan. Uh, so I did actually watch um, the Inbetweeners. I watched the first season uh, while I was on there. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that show, Sean. I know you're a big fan of it. Never yeah, seen it. I think I turned you on to it, right? Yeah, I think so. And uh, <laughs> it's it's one of these shows that if you like British humor, you you may really enjoy it because it's just these four kids. I know MTV put on a a remake of it, and I think it tanked after the first season. But basically, they kind of make doing what they did with The Office, trying to revamp that. But it was not anywhere near as successful in uh, the America, the MTV version, as opposed to the British version. But I think they're now at what three seasons and two movies, all of which are just awesome. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. So I just re- kind of downloaded them real quick. I used the uh, the Netflix download feature. I'd never tried it before, so I figured I'd try something simple and short. Um, always a great thing to watch. I always recommend it to everybody. I try and get people to watch it, but most of the time they don't, unfortunately. Um, then I actually started watching The Crown. I don't know if y'all actually started uh, have seen that yet. It's uh, It kind of follows uh, Queen Elizabeth's uh, or Queen Elizabeth II's uh, the beginning of her reign. And I'm about two to three episodes in right now, and it's kind of going through all the politics and all the stuff that goes on in the behind the scenes with the royal family and the and the British Parliament and everything like that. Real interesting show. But uh, recommended. I think some... I can't remember who actually turned me on to that and suggested it. But figured I'd jump on it and I had time. It was a five-hour flight there and then, you know, five-hour flight back. So I had plenty of time to watch plenty of movies. Um, but on another good note, I did get to meet um, Peter's baby. 
I did take a trip up to uh, Austin this past weekend, and uh, I got to hang out. His little daughter fell asleep in my arms because, uh, you know, I'm badass with kids. Dave is the Just baby FYI. whisperer for anybody who needs I am a, the baby whisperer. a babysitter. You know, call him up. I, I charge, uh, you know, 50, 60 bucks an hour. Ain't no, this ain't no uh, high school uh, babysitter kind of thing. Uh, I charge, you know, good money. One eight hundred bearded babysitter. That's the uh, right. right there. That's the. Uh, that's the number. That's uh, sure. Why not? We'll, we'll we'll have to market that. But uh, <laughs> in that, <laughs> it's, about, it's about time you find your uh, you find your niche somewhere, Dave. He found I, his calling. You know, bearded you, babysitting is it? <laughs> I, I now. Now, I will admit that uh, last week's uh, episode with life, I have not seen it yet. I did listen to our uh, our episode. And I'm gonna go see it, and I'm gonna probably have a you know an hour tirade on it by myself because it sounds like what y'all were saying really gonna annoy the hell out of me about this movie. <laughs> Can't wait to hear just about it. Botching. <laughs> oh god, I'm 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 like just edging to to, to tear into it. But uh, in regards to drinking, um, I'm actually drinking a beer that I received uh, as a wedding present. Or I guess a wedding gift. I'm about to say you're not married. Yeah. What kind of yeah, you know, it's you know, you 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 you're standing in a wedding. You're the groom usually gives you know the the guys things, and I think I got this. This is either from either one in that I stood in in July or one in December. I'm not really sure. So still good, but it's a friend, Frankie, friend Sona. It's a Dunkel. I don't know if you ever Franconia? heard of it. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I can't speak we, English. We have we are the worst at pronunciations. I swear. There's uh, if there was, I I don't even try. <laughs> or or we're just the best, Peter. I could have spelled I, I it out. That could be the best. Back up for a second. We could be the best. That that's true. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get some ad deals because they're gonna just enjoy how badly we butcher their names. Just go through it. It's just all repeats of us like butchering names and be like, yeah, here tr- you should eat new meals at Blue Apron. <laughs> At it's this point, I, I should probably just reach out to LaCroix or LaCroix because we've already mentioned them in two or three consecutive podcasts. <laughs> well, I, I say, you know, if they're not, if people aren't buying it, they're missing out. Yes, absolutely. It's good but, stuff. Yeah. The only thing I will throw out is I will, I do prefer Topo Chico over, uh, over uh, LaCroix. Gotta love LaCroix. Topo Chico. LaCroix. 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 Topo Chico. All right. Well, that's all I got on that. Yeah. Popo Gijo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Popo Gijo. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, so, so besides the fact that we're just doing yeah. Christmas movie references, all right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, I guess we can start moving in um, to the actual movie itself, Ghost in the, Sh- in the Shell, a little Scarlett Johansson flick. Uh, so I guess I-, I know most of us have actually watched the original one, uh, the 95 version, the anime, uh, either dubbed or, like, I, I had to watch 2.0. But um, let's give an initial uh, discussion on the comparison between the two movies. Um, so basically, what you're feeling, you know, watch it. Because I know we all went into Ghost in the Shell, the 2015 or 2017 version, you know, completely fresh. Never seen Ghost in the Shell, the 95 version. Had heard rumors or, you know, kind of knew about it. Watched that movie and then went back and watched the original anime. Uh, just initial insights on the comparison between the two. Uh, Peter? Yeah, um, I found it pretty interesting because, you know, when you watch the original, I'd heard really, really good things about the original. I think it kind of started a chain of this, uh, I don't know what way to describe it that's that's eloquent enough, but, you know, 
a lot of callbacks to other movies like The Matrix and, and ones with this similar plot line of, you know, we're, we're living in a world. Are you really alive? Are you dreaming? You know, let's hack into the world. And um, so anyway, watching the original and watching the new one, not really sure why they remade it, to be honest, other than for eye candy. I mean, that's my initial comparison when I look at the two. Uh, the new one is just visually very, very impressive. It's It really draws you in with the way that they kind of paint the world it's got some similarities to movies like blade runner um in some ways it kind of reminded me of uh looking at the world in uh, the fifth element where you're just talking about a future world and there's just kind of this very interesting kind of dynamic it's interesting I, i didn't fully buy into the full movie didn't really grabbed me the way I thought and hoped it would from the trailers. I thought the trailers were a lot more impressive than the actual movie itself. Um, and then after seeing the anime, um, you know, again, I don't really, didn't really get why they redid it uh, because I don't think they did anything better than the anime. I will say they, they took some different beats and they probably did some things that also didn't help out anyone who was a huge fan of the anime because it was uh, so different from what that anime was. But um, yeah, just overall comparisons between the two, um, you know, interesting, interesting. Some of the takes they took, I thought, you know, visually, I think it's visually worth it for the spectacle. Um, but from a plot perspective, I don't think they did anything justice from the original. Um, so I think that's kind of my initial thoughts. Uh, Sean, what about you? Yeah, but I'm going to reiterate a lot of what you said, Peter. Uh, overall, I thought the movie was from a visionary perspective, very cool. Um, from an action perspective, I thought they had some good action scenes, a lot of similarities that I found with, uh, movies like Total Recall, uh, Blade Runner, like you mentioned, and a a little bit of like the Matrix even feel like the vibe. Um, but I think overall it, it, it was, you know, you mentioned a little bit about like, what do we think about the comparison of the anime to the, uh, the live action film since I hadn't seen the. I actually saw the live action first, then the anime. I, I only, you know, kind of got the general gist of it after watching it uh, last night. But I, I would say that the 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 two the two key things. I mean, I think from the it's pretty similar from a uh, opening sequence to uh, to a general storyline. But there's a couple of different things that we that you find that are a little bit different completely. Like uh, first of which the uh, <laughs> The, the whole whitewashing effect that we talked about with how they basically have a whole scene talking about how uh, the major character uh, played by Scarlett Johansson, her, they introduce her as like, she's major and then she has a different name than in the film and then in the, uh, the anime film. And then they go down the road of explaining how she used to be basically an Asian girl. Uh, and then they gave her a different form. Um, so her, but her ghost, which is her soul, is still the same uh, as the Asian uh, woman, and there's a lot of the similarities there with uh, the other character, Kuze, which uh, is played by Michael Pitt from, uh, for fans of the uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire, he was the Jimmy, Jimmy Dormany, um, which is the, who I always will see him as now ever since that, that show, since I was a big fan. But uh, I, I think as a whole, it was entertaining, there's some good, some good things in there, but um, from an overall movie perspective, I don't think there was that much good in it. But, uh, I mean, you tell me, David, what do you think about the uh, overall comparison in the film itself? So I was, 
you know, I enjoyed the the 2017 version, the Scarlett Johansson version. Um, I, I like, you know, Peter said it's very visually, you know, pleasing. It it and when you put, brought up the Fifth Element, I was like, that was actually a great call because that's kind of the way. It's not. It wasn't as campy and goofy as the Fifth Element uh, world was, which. Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies of all time, which is, I, I watch it probably at least, you know, three, four times a year, but it was kind of like that, it just kind of had that, that feel for it, and, you know, that, that, I'm, I'm a big fan of that type of world, um, now, watching the anime, I, I felt like I was hoping that it was going to be a direct, um, copy of it, that's what I was kind of hoping with the, the, the live action version was going to be, and within you know 20 minutes there was just a quick change of the uh, of the plot line and that kind of bothered me in an aspect of that just because it was like all right i it just didn't do it for me unfortunately i i and you know we both we all suffered because we all watched uh, the 2017 version first so we didn't have that appreciation so i you know i kind of separate the two as two different movies um yeah, much as I love putting Scarlett Johansson on her own uh, on her own pedestal, which she deserves, let's be honest. Lucy, uh, always a great movie. Uh, what was my, my one of my good ones that she was in? Uh, the one with uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, The Island. Uh, the Island, one yeah. Great one. That was a great one. <laughs> that was a fun movie. That's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> that is a throwback right there. One of my favorite ones of hers. N- not a good um, movie, but a fun movie. No, but it was a fun movie. It was just a, it was entertaining. Um but yeah, but you know, I, I, I'm curious if I had seen the uh, anime first, how I would have felt about the the Ghost in the Shell because I actually I enjoyed Ghost in the Shell 2017 um, as opposed to the the '95 version, and at least they seem to lay it on thicker in the '95 version in the the English dubbed version. It was just a lot heavier in the in the. Um, in the script, I guess you best way to play it. Um, it just it laid it it laid everything on very thick. You didn't have to. There was no room for interpretation on anything. I was just gonna say for anybody who's a listener and who now has turned us off because they love the original. We we all watched the dubbed version, which I'm pretty sure is probably yeah. the worst version because the voice actors are terrible. So yes, they if, are. If anybody's gonna watch the original, do not watch the English dubbed version because it's pretty. <sighs> Very depressing. Yeah, it was. But, you know, visually, and, and I, unfortunately I had to see 2.0, which I was told not to watch, because it's, I think they update, they update some of the graphics on it, and it's like 3D, but then it goes to cartoon, and then it's like computer generated, and then it goes back to cartoon. Um, not the biggest, I don't know why they did that, but hey, it happens. Um, but yeah, that's really it overall. Um, I had a, you know, my overall thing, enjoyed it, thought it was a good little flick to go see. Um, I mean, I have my favorite characters, which we'll get into later um, in a minute, but uh, I, I would view them as two separate movies, in all honesty, because I don't think the plot lines line up enough to um, consider them like a, we'll call it a, a spiritual founder of the of the new one. The, the original one was just kind of a spiritual founder for the, for the second one. And let me rephrase that. A ghost founder. Because I found out <laughs> halfway days. through the movie Horrible. that ghost was actually sold. <laughs> Horrible. When they slap well, you across the face with it. So, so I've got to ask you guys, so, did, did, have either of you seen the Animatrix? No. 
Oh man. No, I've I've me I've meant to. Okay. But, yeah, I never got around so, to it. So so I will recommend that you guys go see it. It's um for anybody who's a huge Matrix fan that's always been one of my favorite movies, the original, just a huge fan. Uh when they came out with the box set, along with that comes uh a disc which is the Animatrix, so it's a bu- essentially a bunch of short anime films set in the Matrix world. They're not tied necessarily to the characters from the Matrix. It's kind of loosely tied, but it's you know, kind of lets you live out different pieces and parts in the Matrix world without having to watch the full-on movies. I will, I will recommend that. Um, it is a great little uh, tidbit of anime that is with a property that I love. But the reason I brought it up is you guys should go see it because when I think of anime and when I think of anime that's kind of set in this type of a world, I think it did a much better job of keeping me entertained than Ghost in the Shell. So I'll leave it with that because obviously you guys can't make any comments since you haven't seen it but um yeah i I would just say after seeing the original i was not as impressed as i thought i was going to be because i had heard such good things so which was kind of a bummer um but i think you're right dave having seen the new one and then you go back and see an anime from the 90s is never probably the best thing to do so Uh, agreed um but so i guess we can go into we can kind of just call spoilers at this point, but in Sean already t- kind of really spoiled something already, who the who Kuze was, but um, uh, we can go into that. I if you haven't seen the film, I didn't. I don't think I spoiled it too much, but uh, yeah. So did anyone else realize that the fight scenes in Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson um, were like pretty much the same fight scenes with a lot of her moves from Black Widow from uh, the Marvel comic films. Like she's always sliding across the floor, but like, I, I just, I, this is something that I picked up on and I, I kept like saying like, Oh, so I went back and watched a little bit of like a, a fight, like a fight sequence of uh, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow from the uh, Marvel films. And it, it, it's pretty similar. And so did you guys pick up on that by any chance? Uh, no, but out of curiosity, do you know if the, um, the stunt coordinator was the same, same person? person? I, you know, it's a good point. I didn't even look. At, I didn't even look at that. But uh, I'm gonna do a quick little deep dive while you guys can talk, discuss this, and I'll see if I can pull it up, discuss the film. So I did. I didn't notice that. Now that I think of it, that's a great point because some of the sliding is, you know, kind of similar. I will say, when I think of the movies she's been in, where she's kind of been the action hero, so whether it's Black Black Widow or Lucy or whatever it may be, I think this one was far and away nowhere near as good as those other movies in terms of action. So I was, I was actually a little bummed with that. Cause I think, I think they muted, you know, what she could have brought to the table. Cause a lot of this is her, I won't say brooding cause she's, she doesn't really brood. I think Dave will talk about it later. Cause she kind of acts, she acts like a robot. It, it, it but, looks, uh, <laughs> it, it looks, it looks brooding. It yeah. Comes up as brooding. But I mean, when it came to the action scenes, I think half the time she was either cloaked. So you couldn't see what she was doing or, to your point, Sean, it was kind of stereotypical. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you here, I'm gonna punch you here, and then I'm gonna shoot you in the head. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of creativity, so I was a little bummed. I did not. I, I think if you want to see her in action, Lucy is a much better movie for it. Well, it's funny you brought that up, Peter, like about Lucy, because I I read something about how the the, the two films both have a uh, similar vibe, and they both didn't do well, uh, number like dollars wise at the box office. Um, this this movie, Ghost in the Shell, has actually done worse in their opening weekend than, than Lucy did. Um, so it's good that you brought that up, that, that you recommend seeing Lucy over this. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I think they're gonna they're probably gonna be more of a cult. Um, they're gonna have more of a cult following uh, once they come once it gets into out of theaters. You know what I mean? Because like I know the Fifth Element kind of has a cult following. That was a Luke Benson film. That was, I think Lucy was also a Luke Benson. I'm gonna mess. I'm gonna destroy his last name. But you know, it, it's always cult followings that he gets him. Uh, what was the other one? Professional. Yeah, I think that was one of his. Am I, am I saying that or Leon? Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, great movie. Nice job, Dave. Well, yeah, it depends. I, yeah, well, it's yeah, Leon no, I like, or the I like the way you're going with the uh, back to your pronunciation podcast here. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, how else would Leon? you say it, Leon? Leon? Oh no! Leon? <laughs> Where's sorry, Aubrey Plaza? Like... Come save us! <laughs> I just like yeah. Seriously, maybe like she can teach us how to that, speak. That <laughs> We've got to do it. But you know, I, I got a feeling they're gonna. This is gonna become more of a cult. Uh, it's gonna have more of a cult following. The only thing it's, though it's, is, I th- I think there's so much controversy around beyond the whitewashing. This movie's got some pretty bad reviews, whereas at least Fifth Element, I don't know, I, I'm i a huge fan of that movie. It's just generally entertaining, uh, and it's it's a lot more lighthearted. This one, I don't think it's as good, and because of the tone, I just don't... You know, this does not remind me of something that's going to be playing on, you know, the Sci-Fi Channel once every month, which is basically what, you know, those yeah. movies are. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. TBS. So, TBS. You could be right. You could be right. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Well, I'm usually wrong. <laughs> well, so. we all are, so we'll see. But yeah, indeed. So, so I want to go back to your. You brought up a point about the whitewashing. So I was a little, I was a little concerned going in. Going, you know, I, I paid attention to it because I know that was a big controversy. However, when I watched the anime, and I've actually listened to some podcasts on anime. And a lot of times they seem to make it to where they not really whitewash the the uh, the anime characters. They just kind of made them white and kind of like um, they just seem to look white because they kind of just made it normalized so that um, the American audiences or the worldwide audience would be more adept to watching them. And watching you know the anime version of this, the '95 version, they were still very white in the in um in the actual anime which was kind of which i thought which blew my freaking mind because i actually thought with all the controversy that everybody brought up with ghosts in the shell for 2017 i would have figured everybody was a um an asian descent in the 95 version i was completely blown away when that was not the same it was not true did y'all see that did y'all notice that yeah no i'm i'm same boat and maybe it's gonna make us sound you know very american and we don't pick up on those things but that was the first thing i thought of when i it may be. you know you look at uh, bato for instance in the original anime and when i look at that guy they they animate him as if he is a white male i mean they do not animate him as if he has yeah. any sort of asian blood in him so he he is built as well, a freaking so, yeah so from a from a size perspective stereotypically you know not built uh, from a you know, complexion, he's got very light skin. He's got white hair, um, facial features. Doesn't have anything. So you know, without going on about it, I definitely thought they played him as a, as a white character. So when I look at the new one, I say, okay, well that fits. Um, you know, major I could see there. There's that's where I think most of the controversy is. Even though I think she could so, go either way. I, I think it's not. Um, I think the biggest piece there was just that it's somewhat of a role model for um you know for asians they see that as a you know their superhero so i think that is a bummer for them but i agree i I think the way that they animated it i was a little surprised i thought it was going to be a lot more 
in your face. I think what was interesting was from the original, or not the original, from the 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 2017. Uh, their their boss, who is uh, his name's escaping me, but he's played by Takeshi Kitano. Uh, uh, it's Aramaki. So their boss, you know, full on Japanese, speaks Japanese. I thought what really pulled me out of it was he speaks Japanese and everybody else speaks English because that's what really makes the whitewashing stand out because all of a sudden everybody else on his team is speaking English and he's speaking Japanese. So you just sit there and go, why the hell would you not at least have maybe just Scarlett Johansson speak English, not everybody else but him? Because it just, you know, you call out the fact that it is a bunch of, you know, non-Asian characters. I don't know if that bothered you guys at all. It, 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 I, I agree with you. I, you know, I loved his character in this Definitely. movie. I thought he was, he was just perfect for it. And, and I like that he spoke Japanese. And I'm, I am perfectly happy with yeah. reading subtitles. If they were in this whole movie in Japanese, I would totally have been agree. perfectly happy. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem watching uh, movies and having to read, um, you know, the subtitles. Because I think it would have just, it would have brought you into the whole world for that. I think that would have been cool. Um, but yeah. Um, but you actually bring me back to, to Batu. I, I will say this, my favorite character in this entire freaking movie. He's, he, he was, he pulled it. And, you know, it's, uh, I'm going to botch this guy's name, uh, Pilu uh, S. Bayek, Bayek. And I don't know if y'all remember what he's actually from. He's actually in Game of Thrones. He's the uh, Euron Greyjoy. He's now the king of the, oh, God, uh, the Iron Isles. Oh, Iron you're Islands. right. Excuse me. Yeah. Y'all want... Yeah, that's that's the one that just took over. He's trying to kill uh, uh, the the two kids. I can't blank it on their names right now. The guy that's missing his uh his lower extremity oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Theon his lovely and, sister. Yep, yep. Theon and uh, yeah. God, I can't think of her name. Well, so yeah. and, and we mentioned it before, Lucy. He was the uh, guy in the cowboy hat that gave her the briefcase to carry into the hotel. That ends up getting brutally murdered. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> You know they've they've got some uh, history, and and Takashi Kitano was or Kitano was actually the um, the mob boss. Uh, was he not? No, that the, was a, no, that was a different was guy. He not the, that was a different guy. Yeah, I didn't see Lucy, so I, I'm out of the, on this one. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like I I don't see the yeah I don't know. Yeah, no, he's shoot. I thought it was I thought it was the same. No, guy. that's I all right. Apologize. He's a uh, um, yeah. Takeshi's a uh, very very popular kind of famous uh japanese actor has been a lot of really good stuff but in terms of uh u.s movies has not been in a ton um but no that's a good it's a, and sean you definitely have to go see lucy especially after this i think you'll enjoy lucy more than this so you think so i i didn't know what to expect from uh I, i've heard of lucy but i never actually saw it so i didn't know what to yeah, I didn't know there was a lot of. Similarities. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a quick. It's a quick movie. I, I've noticed the it moves very quick, because um, I think it's supposed to take place over like a twenty four hour period, so it just moves very fast and everything. Uh, but actually, very enjoyable. Kind of brings up some interesting yeah, concepts. Great action. Makes just to, no, so yeah, one of the exactly. things you guys didn't really we haven't brought up yet is the Hanka. Is it Hanka or Hanka Robotics? Uh, the company in the, in the film there um, that basically created. Uh, I guess spoiler alert at this point, but uh, they created major. Um, do you guys like? Did you see like any sort of real life similarities to how this could potentially be like? You know, maybe fifty to a hundred years down the road, how companies like Apple or Microsoft could end up developing these large scale 
platforms that build ro robots that uh, interact with humans on a day in day out basis and how they a lot of the uh, a lot of how they did they enhanced enhanced humans um, with people getting like uh, I, I guess at one point uh, Dave your boy you were talking about uh, Batu about how after you know how they basically did in the in the live action film how they did his eye uh, eye enhancements. And a lot of the guys they come across in the film, just like they, different people have different enhancements. And the, the one character, uh, I remember uh, Han at one point is like, yeah, I'm all human. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny how everybody else is. Who was, who was, who is very good with numbers, if you remember correctly. <laughs> nice Dark Knight call, Dave. Nice job. Yes. That's funny. He's, uh, yeah, the, the, was it Shanghai in the, in the Dark Knight or uh, wherever they are? Yeah. Hong Kong. Hong yeah. Kong. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but that's just funny. I, I, I just, uh, little things like that, that I'm just like, man, these are real life comparisons that, you know, even though this anime film was made, what, 20 years ago now, uh, it's, it's just funny how they, they become more and more relatable the, the longer, you know, after they would stand the test of time, I guess is a good way to put it. But, um, yeah. What do you guys think about that? So, so I'm going to, you actually bring up an interesting point because the whole time I was watching this. I was thinking of Omnicore. So, and y'all remember that. And there was a nice movie in the 80s that this was, uh, that references, which is basically the exact same plot line of this movie, more or less. Nothing? Omnicore? It sounds familiar. Oh, but come on, guys. Oh, come on. Robocop? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's a <laughs> That's a good I was point. The Sorry, whole time, I'm not that's up to date on my thing, Robocop. Uh, that was the only thing I, and I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm, I think it's Omnicore. No, no, you're right. Yeah, OCP, OCP. Um, no, so that was, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, this is very reminiscent of, of, of OCP in that, you know, they're, they're like, we're just trying to get a product out. This is all we want to do. We want to make a weapon. We're going to put a person in a robot, more or less, and then they slowly discover their, um, their humanity, their 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 ghost, if you will, or soul, if you're an American, um, and you know that was one of the big things. It was the it's the big corporation, and you know you brought up the the apples or the Googles or something like that. Um, yeah, I could see it. I mean, eventually going that route, but you know, I think we have enough movies at this point to point out that we know we can't make a, a weapon out of this. You're never going to be able to pull that person out of there. You know what I mean? It, I think it's a great point, and I at one point in the movie I thought they might kind of take that spin, especially when they started, you know, fleshing out who the villain really was. I thought maybe that was going to be part of the plot line was, you know, this is our whole goal and blah blah blah. I didn't really see too much in the movie though. I thought that that thread kind of fell flat. It seemed more to me the kind of the evil motivations of the movie were kind of um, almost almost aimless, right? I didn't really see anything in Hanka other than just the main boss. He just wanted to keep making better soldiers, better soldiers, but it was, it was very, very thin. And there wasn't to me too much of the, you know, trying to thread an underlying, you know, thought of the movie of this is a bad thing and we shouldn't do this. I didn't really, I didn't catch that much in it. So. Yeah. And, and, and if he, and I guess if the, the compare, that's why I kind of I want to I, I like comparing it to RoboCop in that in that aspect is that it's it's just on the surface a very simple plot in that in that aspect they build this this robot it malfunctions undo what they want to do so they try and kill it and then 
try newer things because that's the exact plot of RoboCop 2. So maybe it's a mix of RoboCop 1 and RoboCop 2. All right, guilty pleasure of mine. I do enjoy that those movies from the from the 80s. I don't even know what year that movie was, honestly. <laughs> I think it's probably like the late 80s, early 90s. 87. Good call, though. So didn't didn't um, even think of that movie, yeah. but that's a that's a good comparison. Yeah, that's a great that's a great analogy, Dave. Spot on. Way to yeah, go. Thank you. Way to totally thank redeem you. yourself after last week missing out, but. <laughs> That's the only compliment hey, you get, Dave. I was I was yeah. laying on a beach, not drinking my ties. I was drinking a lot <laughs> of pina coladas, a lot of lot of uh, pineapple based and uh, coconut based uh, drinks. It was quite delicious. <laughs> okay, well we'll hear about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, but but yeah, I think that's a good comparison too, Dave. Yeah, good job. But um, I, I guess I don't really have too much more to say about this like i just overall wasn't the greatest fan of it but uh i mean what else do you guys overall what do you guys think uh would you guys is this a movie you guys would recommend uh, well hang on i want to go back to one yeah, go point ahead, and sorry. I, I, me and peter actually talked about this and, and it was something i really wanted to bring up was if you watch the movie watch Char- scarlett johansson's portrayal of this character she kind of walks like almost like a like a hunchback almost would that would that be the would that be the way you would describe it peter <laughs> yes it was, yes it was odd it was very it was odd. just very odd and i was hoping maybe they were just copying what they'd done in the anime movie to like kind of show it a little bit but nope nope she walked normally in the movie in the uh, anime movie so i have no idea where that came from and then at the very end and sean you might remember this when she was talking to her her mother uh, or I guess her previous life mother, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Um, her did anyone else get the? Fe- yeah, did anyone else get the feeling she was just in in her personal space? They were like way too close for this scene, and it just it, it it. I was just I felt really awkward in that situation. I don't know. I just from watching it, it just did not feel natural and like a distance between them. I don't know if they were doing that for some plot point or something, but it just did not feel right well well i'll tack on to the i'll tack on to the walk because that was uh so dave when he came and visit we talked about it for a minute but the first thing that bothered me when i was in the theater was watching her walk around because she really did walk around like she had a giant pole stuck you know basically stuck up her ass <laughs> it was very awkward because to your point well it was it was slightly angled well, yeah ass, she you know what she I mean? did she kind of she it was kind of like she kind of like like hobbled the whole she, way she hunched over but to the left a little bit i think yeah it was it was very yeah. odd there, she was igor i thought there might have they might have kind of played to the reason and then i started to think through it and went you know is it because they're trying to show that she is you know a robot so she's walking very oddly Overall, I did not like it and it definitely threw me off the movie and it was very confusing and i think for me, it, I, just in terms of other movies she's been in, I think she's a fantastic act- actress. I think she's very good in, in everything she's been in. Um, you know, there's some stuff that, sure, the movies itself haven't been great, but I think she always does a great job. I just feel like they completely boxed her in in this role. She she really didn't get to showcase much that was greater. You know, we've talked about it before. The action wasn't better than other movies she's been in. The the acting and kind of the dialogue was not fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, the, the walking just kind of accentuates it because it's, you know, what is going on and who is, why are they making her do this? So, I, yeah, it totally bothered me. 
Yeah, I, I guess I'll like kind of echo what you guys have said, but she definitely had like a. I feel like that's the way she was, you know, carrying herself throughout the film is something that they do in a lot of films where, I guess, let's see, I'm trying. I Robot is a movie that comes to mind where like the robotic characters are always kind of hunched over, and, and I, I don't know if that's some sort of scientific uh, piece where they're, you know, maybe they're just that kind of. That they were they were injured in that movie. Is that what that is that why they like walked like that? Yeah, though? it was That's usually probably... because he would he had been shot or something, and it was <laughs> that he would he would kind of hunch. And if that was the case with her, I'd be all right with it. But she kind of had this forward lean that was like slightly to the left. And when she walked, yes, she walked with a purpose. But like it. It just she has robot arthritis. Seem... I think that's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> she also had a little bit of a. Uh, uh, it's not just iRobot. What's the uh, oh, like a zombie feel to it? That's like they yeah. she carried herself. That's a great like, maybe. That's yeah, like kind of a maybe, and that's more or less like the dead. Even though it's her brain, like she's still kind of a little like not herself. So it's a different character. But I, I, this, I might be doing too much of a deep dive here, but. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's probably analysis somewhere on the internet. <laughs> well, I think you're, I think you're spot on though. I think it's they, they just took it to the max, right? They, they were doing something and they just took it too far, and it just, it's just goofy. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's goofy. Uh, by the way, Peter, just a quick little fun fact. So you, you said you mentioned that you like a lot of what uh, Scarlett Johansson's done. Uh, you know, half of the movies she's been in the last eight years have been uh, Marvel films. Uh, as uh, Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. Uh, so just uh, so that means you're a Marvel fan, I guess. That means you like. Uh, <laughs> well, by, by saying you like the movie she's been in, it means you're just a big Marvel fan. All right, no, no, I'm here. Here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out the ones. So, um, <laughs> did you guys see her? Yeah, she's a voice though. No, like, I mean, she's not actually. Yeah. In that, yeah. No, but there was there was a lot of talk when that movie came out. Will she get an Oscar nod just for doing voice? And they would not nominate her because she's not physically present in the movie, which is bullshit. But I, you know, that's a great example of being able to bring something to a role when you're never actually in the movie. So, um, yeah, it's a great, I mean, a great point. And she, and she has other films. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I, I, told, I know what you mean. I wanted to come back and, and bring up <laughs> really the one I wanted to bring up, which is, um, has a Vicky Christina Barcelona. Um, so I've never seen that. I'll, I'll, I've never seen that one. Um, no, in, did you guys ever see In Good Company? It's a 2004 rom-com. Oh, no, I did not see that. It, it was just a, has, has a soft spot in my heart. So that's, uh, that's one of those fun movies. So anyway, um, no, good point, though. She has been in a lot of Marvel movies. So <laughs> I'm, Mar- I'm a okay. Marvel zombie, I guess. No, that's okay. Everybody has their uh, their soft spot. She's in the Black Dahlia, which is a good movie. Have you guys ever seen the Black Dahlia? That is a good one. Uh, no, I haven't seen it unfortunately. Heard it's it was a, good. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, it's twelve, eleven or twelve years old now, so it, it's been a it's been a while. But uh, it's a pretty good cast too. If you ever get a chance to watch it, uh, Aaron Eckhart's in that. Uh, I don't really. I have it on DVD. It's but it's been a long time since I watched it. But it's like. Uh, it's a good movie. Just get check it out if you're looking for something to watch next week. So I do. Before we wrap, I do want to say, you know, we talked about this before. We definitely tore up life a bit last week, and I don't want to make it seem like we hate all these movies. There, there is something really good to say about the visuals in this movie, and I, I definitely want to call that out, especially in terms of 
when you look at the anime and the way they represent some of the technology, they kind of gloss over it. So for instance, the, um, the, the comm system where they can kind of basically talk to each other through their thoughts. The mind comm, which is what I was going to, Peter, to follow up real fast on that. I was going to mention earlier that when you talked about how they speak English and only, uh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, Takeshi was the only yeah. one speaking Japanese. I was going to bring up the fact that the, does the, the fact that they have the mind comms, do they all understand? Is it just inherent that they understand each other? Um, but sorry, sorry to cut you off, but that's, that was the one point I was going to bring up earlier that I forgot to. So no, it's a, that's a, it's a great point. I think so that, that was the same thing I was thinking, but when you watch it, they basically kind of make, make it implied that everybody can understand any language, but that the language they're literally speaking is the one that they're speaking as opposed to, I think what you're thinking is, you know, are we seeing them speak in English, but they're actually speaking in Japanese or vice versa? But no, it's a it's a good point. Um, yeah. But no, I just wanted to call out. I thought that was cool. They kind of made a call or a, a call out to the fact that the Minecom existed and that it was, you know, a piece of technology that they all had to use and learn. And, you know, it existed. I thought the the doctor when they're were they're looking at the geisha and trying to hack in how basically her eyes all of a sudden come detached from her head and she kind of plugs into the system i just think a lot of those visuals was really really cool and it's a it's a neat way to showcase what it really means to augment yourself and it's something that the anime doesn't even remotely kind of dive into so i definitely have to call it out for that when you look at the two movies and just when you look at it as a piece of you know entertainment i thought that was a really cool piece so well, okay. On that note, well, let's do a quick uh, overview of like your your feel for it, like the last little kind of uh, how you you feel goods on it. How about that? Because like I, I know for myself, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I you know I sat there; it was a good popcorn movie for me. I was not uh, bored during it at any point in time. The visuals were spectacular. I will give it that. Like it, like you said earlier, it was very reminiscent of like the Fifth Element in that aspect. Um, I thought you know the action sequences were fun. It was just to, it was kind of reminiscent of like a heat type uh, action sequence, where it was more guns and you know shooting as opposed to her, you know, as we know like with the Black Widow, she has a little bit more range in her fighting abilities. But and then you know I guess in that first that first action scene they did where she uh, went very Matrix Matrixy, I'll call it that, uh, bullet time. Uh, but overall, I you know I, I enjoyed it. I, I would say I, I wouldn't rush out to the theaters to go see it unless you were a huge fan of the anime, and you know and then you can kind of make your own decision on it. But uh, I would recommend this is definitely a movie where if you have you know two hours and you want to watch it and it's you know have an opportunity to see it, go for it. Dollar show, go for it. Um, if it's on Netflix, definitely watch it. Uh, Peter. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I think for me, it was. It was wor- it was worth the price of admission. I had a good time. There was there were some pieces and parts. I, I think I was more disappointed because I was expecting more from it, and I think the visuals were definitely carried it as a movie. I would have loved to have a little more meat to it and a better overall plot. I thought the plot was a little weak, but but I had a good time. Definitely agree with you, Dave. If if you're looking for something to go see on a weekend and it's not a full ticket price, I would definitely say go see it. Um, otherwise, I think you have to be a pretty big sci-fi or kind of future future geek to really tack on to this. I don't think it's going to reach a broad audience and they're going to love it. 
but yeah, I mean, I think that's my overall thought. Uh, de- definitely had a good time. So what about you, Sean? Yeah, I think I, uh, I mean, I think I definitely was different than you guys. I was kind of bored throughout the film. I didn't think it was that great. I, uh, do I think there's some cool action scenes and, and it kind of kept me into it? Yes. But this, the, the overall storyline was just, uh, was just not, I mean, I guess I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of anime, uh, the anime film because I guess I never saw it, but, um, yeah, overall I just, it, it was okay. It, it's one of those ones that, you know, if you like, if you want to get into the, if, if you like the anime film and you want to look for something to, to try to look at, it's probably why well, I'd say from what it sounds like, watch the anime film over the live action. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, if it was up to me, I'd say pass. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I know I was, I was curious to hear Sean's opinion on it. Cause we, apparently he may have, um, all in a sleep in the middle of the movie. I, it was <laughs> off during the, short it, nap. I think it was during the uh, during the scene with the mom. That is mostly like <laughs> I'm just like, all right, where is this going here? Oh, but uh, oh yeah. man, that's like a that's like the heartwarming scene. You know, it's it's, it's supposed to pull your heart, tug your heart. Yeah, but it was just that cold hearted. But it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> it was it was it was terrible. That, that mom was just that the woman was just overly excited to talk to someone. Did y'all notice that? I read an article earlier today that. Basically, she immediately opens up to a complete stranger and starts talking about her dead daughter just so the plot can move <laughs> along. It's like, in real life, this would never happen. Here, come in for tea. No. Let me talk to you about my dead daughter. Oh, you remind me of her. Oh, I knew it all along. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's weak. Weak sauce. <laughs> uh, always good. <laughs> is, it, is it, though? Is it always good? No, I don't know. <laughs> They they got it they got it they got to bring the the you know they got to bring in the the heartstrings because you know you can't just have a straight up action movie because then you're gonna have like Commando and even that even had like a small like uh, father daughter relationship type movie uh, where they you know he was just trying to save that kid otherwise you just got a girl running around trying to kill everybody that's trying to kill her which was awesome by the way but I had to move the plot along that's really what it is um so I guess we are. Um, hitting the end on, on uh, Ghost in the Shell. So uh, I guess moving forward, what are y'all feeling for our next uh, review? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think we should. Uh, I think we're gonna have to leave our listeners hanging right now because uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna go and see a uh, a new film that's coming out next week, or if we just want to save save the new films until we get back into uh, in two weeks the uh, Fast Eight, which I'm dying to see uh i'm not gonna lie big big fast fan but uh if we i think we should kind of discuss and figure out what okay. we're gonna do well, next we, week we can uh we can leave we can for... we can make it a surprise little maybe we'll throw a tweet out when we yeah uh, tweets and emails will be appreciated if anybody wants to hear us discuss anything uh you know maybe we'll just do a uh a seven film uh, fast, oh, fast review. <laughs> you know, I'm a, the sad part is I'm gonna have to go watch. I, I stopped watching after like maybe four. You haven't seen any of the last three, dude. It, it's I, I I have tried. I just I completely forget. I may have actually seen all of them. I just don't remember what happens in them Man, because the, they all seem to bleed together. I feel like fast, like the last three have been like the best three of the of the whole series. Like I think the first three are, are kind of ridiculous, and then the fourth one is like, oh, okay, we're gonna try to write the ship here. So I I feel like the the fast five is probably the and the the fast seven. I, I will. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will attempt a, to watch all of them to get back into. I think <laughs> I think that thing. that might have to be. We can talk about it, but that might have to be it because I just looked at what comes out next week and it's 
No offense, I'm sure some of these go, are great movies. Going in but... style with uh, with uh, Morgan Freeman and uh... oh wow, just just so bad, so bad. So Boss Baby's <laughs> out too. We can go see Boss Baby, but <laughs> hey, we still well, we still technically have Beauty and the Beast, so there's always that option. Yeah, this is true. So this is true. We'll, we can we'll, we'll we'll figure it out, and uh, we'll we'll have Sean or uh, somebody tweet it out for us, and. Otherwise, we'll just make it a nice little surprise for you. Uh, David, I want to try something new here before we head out today. Uh, give uh, give our listeners recommendations uh, for one thing to try to watch uh, as uh, as we go into next week, just to kind of throw out suggestions. All right. Go ahead. What do you, you got anything in particular you think you would like to tell your listeners to listen to next week, Dave? Oh, um, what to watch, man? Uh, I would. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I caught I mean, you off guard you know, there. I, you you kind of did, but it's all right. Um, I, you know, as always, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw back at the in betweeners. I you know, for me, it's one of the. I have thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of it. If you have a sick sense of humor, um, and the sad part is, you know, it's it's a it's a group of friends that you you all have that one friend, and it kind of represents the like you know extreme. Um, the extreme end of like that friend you have in your group, but there's th- each one represents a completely different aspect of it, and I think it works perfectly of how they all interact and get along. And the whole point of the whole show is them chasing after women in high school and trying to get laid, and it's it, it takes like the American Pie stuff and just goes even <laughs> further with it. It is what's the term? The fact Dave? that they clunger huh? they, they chase clunger. Uh, I forget the term. It's just ridiculous. But oh, yeah, sorry, God, I don't know, but, but you know. British humor is always fun because they just make fun of everybody. And they're just, God, they're all assholes in the show. It is awesome. And the fact that they made, you know, three seasons and or two seasons and two movies out of this, out of these four guys that just sit around and bullshit and talk shit about how, you know, one guy's completely always making up shit about how he gets laid all the time and all the, the messed up stuff he does. And everybody knows he's complete BS, but he just keeps, you know, feeding it and just throwing it out and just stirring shit. Great show. That is that is my recommendation. Go watch all of it, Shawnee. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there since uh, the new season starts next weekend. But uh, Silicon Valley, great show on HBO. Great. If show. anybody hasn't hasn't watched it, I highly recommend catching up on it. It, uh, I mean, it, it, it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. I mean, the some of the characters that are in there they they all tend to work uh, work well together. But uh, I recommend checking out Silicon Valley as a uh, prior to starting season four. So give it a whirl. Give it a whirl for all the listeners out there who haven't seen it. Good call. That's a, that's what a about you, Peter? Um, so I guess technically I already gave two suggestions, so I'll, I'll just go back <laughs> to those. So, I mean, if you want to see a, a film where Scarlett Johansson does kick some, some major ass, some great action. And uh, she does act a little bit like a robot, but rightfully so. And they give a good background to it. And when you watch the movie, you'll get it. So uh, I would definitely say Lucy, and then the other one, uh, Animatrix. So both of those, unfortunately, they're not on any streaming services. Uh, you can go buy them; they're real cheap, especially on Amazon, or you can rent them on all your favorite, you know, iTunes, whatever that may be. But um, definitely go catch those too, because I think if you if you want a better taste of what we got, those are that, that's going to get you there. So that's what I have. Awesome. All right. Well, you know, as we said, uh, if you want to just go ahead and uh, follow us on. Uh at Potent Pictures, we will um, definitely send out a tweet on what we're going to review, um, what will we end up deciding. 
Uh, again, uh, please send us emails at potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com. Any email. And, uh, if we get one anything. email, we will read it just so <laughs> oh, that we know we have a list. You're totally getting ready. Anybody. Even if you're just destroying us, <laughs> we'll probably read it. We probably won't read the whole thing we'll be if, so it's, excited. if it's that bad, but we'll at least read part of it. That's why we have the explicit um, you know, tag on our, on our podcast, so we can read it. Um, but on that note, uh, well, hopefully Matt will be able to join us next week. Unfortunately, he did not get, uh, unfortunately got stuck at work and was unable to uh, join us this evening. Uh, so hopefully we'll have everybody um, able to join next week. And uh, I think that's it for tonight, boys. I think we're going to call it. So everybody have a good one. Yeah, Thanks. definitely. Don't forget to follow us on our Twitter at Potent Pictures and also send us an email. Dave, what's the email address again? PotentPictures at gmail.com. PotentPictures at gmail.com. We'll read them. Send them. We'll read them. We swear. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night. Okay. So we're yep, good. We're cooking. Good. Excellent. All right, so I guess we'll start this shit for once and again. Berbiglia. 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 It's good. He was a good guy. I enjoyed the shit out of him. Anyway. It's a um, funny. He, he's, he's, oh, yeah, but he's, it's tough, but he's a funny guy. I like him. All righty. Well, here we go. Yeah, Peter, I'm going to sort of reiterate a lot of what you said here, but I think overall... The, yeah, can you hear me? Did we lose Sean? No, I'm, he may be muted and he doesn't know. It's perhaps yeah, I'm possible. here. I'm here. Yep, got it. Sorry. I was <laughs> muted. <laughs> uh, Just one quick thing. Um, so, and now that I think about it, we this would have been fantastic had we thought about it earlier. But if we actually would have talked about Beauty and the Beast and Ghost in the Shell, comparing 1990s and uh, um, yeah, animated films to well, you need, uh, live you, need to, you need to just you need to so, slow your roll because we haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Okay, I'm Don't telling get too you, excited. you just need to you know do yourself a favor and uh, you know get out and see a movie in the first three weeks it starts is no big deal, right? Uh, well, we're trying to we're trying to make it special and go to iPick, which is where they have the nice little like first class pods. <laughs> and every time we try to go, it's freaking sold out. So uh, it's all right. I uh, but one quick thing before we get into spoilers, I guess. Um, 